Welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Beyond Belief Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, and I am joined with Bill. Hey. How you doing this morning? What's up, buddy? Hey, man. <laughs> It'll get easier when you get through <clears throat> it some more. Everybody listening is probably like, what happened to what? what? <laughs> Why the regime changed? It'll work out. That's the, that's, hey, bro, that's the latest thing in the news now, I guess. I, you know, I watch it for like five minutes on my, my dedicated lunch break and after we finish these podcasts. And yesterday, uh, I guess, you know, the president said to take out Putin or whatever. And so now everybody's like, oh, is there a new policy in effect? Like we're assassinating oh, people. That was like a couple of weeks ago. Was it? A month ago. Uh, yeah. Somebody had brought up taking him out. And now the president said this the other day. He did. In Europe. Yeah. He said we should just take him out or something to that effect. Oh. Very, very literal. So uh, another reporter asked him. Uh, is are you suggesting a regime change in Russia? <laughs> like, right. He's like, I didn't say that. And they're like, yeah. well, you did actually. He's a, he's a monkey. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's so much going on anyways. So, uh, let's chit chat about some events before we, before we get on to our topic and maybe my sinus, whatever is going on, will clear out. Um, you make me laugh, dude. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean you, but geez, bro, you can bring in some topics sometimes. <laughs> you said, you said a a dude was having menstrual cramps. Yeah. He like Twitter, he put it on Twitter and it like went viral. Oh my God. And this, man. this bio, uh, this is the biology times. teacher <laughs> came on there and was like, um, you have yeah. to have a uterus yeah, to in, have yeah, impossible. So. Yeah. <laughs> impossible. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. No. So yeah, in that yeah. nuts, man. A lot of, oh, there's so many confused people out there, and we're just trying to help people make Christianity not so confusing, and and to let everyone know God will use you. Yeah. And there's people out there yeah. trying to completely yeah. be different um, sex. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's crazy. You know, I I really enjoy so, watching things that impute like our fundamentals for Christianity. Like I like to right. listen and hear things that really like, like make it more solid, like give you a good foundation. You know, I was talking to, uh, I think it was my brother. And I was talking to my wife about my brother. I said, you know, my brother really raised his kids. Right. And there's nothing you can do when they become adults. You can't right. it, at that point, man, it's hands off as much as you want to. Yeah. They're still going to go out and be knuckleheads or they or they'll stay close to their, their upbringing. So anyways, you know, I was just talking to my brother and I was like, uh, or my wife about my brother. And I said, he really, him and his wife really raised his kids. Well, you know, like they, he gave them, but he's struggling right now because the ones that are adults, he's still trying to, you know, baby bird them and you, and you can't do that. Like they're out of the nest. You can't, I mean, they're on their own. You can pray for them. Yeah. Uh, but that our world, man isn't doing the same thing. They're not given the proper upbringing. No. I talked to, I talked to Lucas yesterday. We were sit, we were eating supper at the table and he's like, uh, yeah, so we had a, we had some girls in PE today, uh, protest, uh, PE. And I said, what? 
was, I almost choked. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, they made signs that there's not equal treat. I said, you're in sixth grade. <laughs> right. I said, what is going on in this world, man? Yeah. I said, dude, don't pay attention to that. Don't you, I said, stay away from that. Don't, don't get involved. It's just the world's lost its mind and that distraction, believe this or not, man. And this, it might be my own opinion and the only opinion, but if you pay attention to all these distractions, man, you're equally as bad as participating in them. All you have to do is pay attention to it, right? Because it's drawing your focus off of the real deal, the main deal, the permanent solution. Oh, that's a great tie-in. You like yeah, that? Yeah, that was. Yeah. So yeah, um, you're absolutely right. I talked to, uh, I'm going to give a shout out. I talked to a couple of guys that have been reaching out to me. Uh, I wouldn't say frequently, but they reach out, right? So right. Uh, Rob and, and Kirk, they, you know, Kirk, Kirk has been a pretty good staple as far as a listener. You know, he t- he'll tell us, you know, hey, I listen to this episode. It's really good. It provoked this or whatever. Uh, he had that conversation with me and Rob, <clears throat> Rob Matthews, who lives in Canada. I talked to him uh, via text and he, you know, man, it, we can all have different opinions about how people live their Christian lives. And this isn't me having an opinion about Rob. I'm just saying, like, in general, people we meet in social media. Right. We can, you know, and I've had the, I've shared those with you. I'm like, man, you know, this is kind of off base and some people I'll disconnect from. Right. But like with Rob, it's interesting. I don't know much about him other than when we had him on the podcast. And other than the fact that he truly, I feel to me, uh, exudes Christianity. Like when we talk, he, you know, he's, you can tell he's in the word. Right. Uh, And he has a relationship, a draw, a walk with Christ. And uh, anyway, so talking with him, he really, when I talked to him yesterday, I was like, man, you know, it's good to have people, good Christians that are, you know, in your circle. Right. Because when they say, listen, brother, I'm going to pray for you. You know, they're going to pray for you. It's not like, Hey, what do you want me to pray for? And then you walk away and they're like, I'll be praying for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Right. That's right. It's so like, it's so like, I'm man, (laughs) I don't even want to say it, but I, I get so tied up in knots, man, that people are like, Hey, because I texted Rob, I was, or uh, Kirk. And I was like, you know, people, people, People uh, tie into being a Christian when it suits them. I watched right. the news yesterday and this lady had this, this cross hanging outside of her blouse, you know, like on display. Cause she, you know, she's on the news, but it was outside her uh, high necked uh, shirt or blouse. Right. And it was purposely, you could tell, you could have tucked it in there. Nobody would have seen it, Right. but it was pulled out. Right. right. So it's out on top of her thing. And <laughs> I told Ashley, I said, geez, man, she's putting her Christian Christianity on display. Right. Like in that, when you have to do that, you're hiding something when you have to, or, or you're trying to present something. Anyways, I've looked at her Instagram. Uh, maybe I shouldn't be judgmental and judgy, but I'm like, geez, like, I don't know if that's very Christian. Right. It, just some of the things I see, like, you know, I followed her on a live one time. I used to, I followed this newscaster because she professed to be a Christian. Right. And then I dumped her because she's like drinking drinks on first class on the plane and doing a live and answering questions that were just weird. And I was like, <laughs> right. I was like, okay. Yeah. I'm like the line has been blurred. Yeah. And that's, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. And, and the fact that people attached to being a Christian and gosh, I hate being judgy, but geez, man, if you're going to, if you're going to profess to be a Christian, be a Christian, tie it to the Bible. That's your doctrine. Don't let it, don't let other things get in the way. We all have bad things that we do, but if you're going to practice those bad things and, and muddy that line or blur that line, right. 
and you're not truly, you know, you're not walking the way Christ would have you walk. That's true. You're kind of just walking your own way out there. Exactly. Wandering. Exactly. Oh, geez. All right. So, oh, well, one more thing. <laughs> okay. One more thing. Because you got me going. When you came in here. I was studying for hours, man. And then you came in. And you're like, this guy had menstrual cramps. I'm like, what? You, what? I'm like, did you get in a car accident and bump your head? Anyways, so you brought up the Florida. Man, dude, we put things on the map, like right. in the state of Florida. And our governor, he's, he's, in my opinion, he's the bomb. Now, if you're on the other side of the aisle, man, he's, you know, you don't like the guy. But for me, and I don't really talk politics, but I like our governor, man. He's a Christian. He is a Christian. He prof- he'll tell you he's a Christian. Uh, and he's a, he, he's a strong supporter of his wife, a uh, strong supporter of family values. And he, he'll come out and say it, you know, and he passed this thing into law. Uh, well, I say he did. You know, he, he probably presented it and then they passed it into law. But anyways, <clears throat> Uh, what was it called, Alan? He put this thing, put this thing out. Uh, but you can't say gay or something like that. Yeah, it's they're trying to. Gosh, I don't remember. Make what it, it was. where from like kindergarten to third grade, you shouldn't be having those discussions. Yeah, I didn't mean like class overall. It yeah. says it's the don't say gay Florida bill. It's not really called that. It it they quoted it as the don't say gay law. <laughs> right. I mean, that's dumb, but honestly, honestly, like Alan said, it's like between certain ages, you shouldn't be having those discussions in school. And I, I, I 100 agree. Oh, yeah. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't have a mixed restroom. You shouldn't have an identification issue right. at anywhere in school. Schools, public school is run. Unfortunately, how oh, we're getting too deep into, I don't want to get into all that. This is dumb. I saw this when you mentioned it and I like I was like, yeah, I remember hearing about that. Mm-hmm. And I pulled the link up and I'm like, this guy's an idiot. He he's upset as a kindergarten teacher. Yeah. That he can't tell his students that he's gay. Right. Right. Isn't that the gist of it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Listen, don't mix your don't bring your personal stuff in the classroom. That's not why my kids are in school. Exactly. Well, I said it yesterday. It is. It's we need to protect our children. We don't need to encourage the wrong behavior. But, you know. That's what I was saying yesterday as far as if we if we teach God and the Holy Spirit with the Trinity and we teach that and the fundamentals and we help even our children raise up a child in the way that he should go. If you raise up a child knowing the truth. Yeah. They're not going to be swayed. Right. From it. So. Well, and I just. Well, know. they could be swayed, but they'll come they back. Could. They could. Well, and, but know, they know the truth. They're not right. absent of it. Because if you're right. If you're absent of it, yeah, then exactly. there is no truth to go to. Absolutely. And that was my point. My my dad, he he tried his best to raise yeah, me. Right. I mean, right. You can't. He can't but, help you being a knucklehead. Absolutely. Yeah. I was. I was a strong willed, yeah. but <clears throat> I always had that example to look at. He There's never, no excuse. Right? He never swayed yeah. from from being a godly man. And he always kept that out there in front of me. Yeah. So, yeah, I made plenty of bad decisions, years of bad decisions. But he instilled that in me. And I finally made my way back and saw the importance. That's right. And I would not have known that had he not instilled that. So, well, and here's the issue I have with this is that these kids that are there, their, their parents may not be in that journey of instilling this, these things. 
the right things of God, or maybe they are, maybe they are uh, exposing them to Christianity. Right. But this guy is now exposing them to something that isn't Christian. Right. Because the school board is allowing them to bring in their personal yeah. agendas into a classroom. Listen, this guy's supposed to teach language arts or whatever. I don't even know what he's teaching, uh, but say it's history. Say he's teaching history, right? That curriculum has gone over stuff. Here's his, here's this guy's quote. It scares me to death that I'm not going to be able to have these conversations with my children. I don't want to have to hide that. My partner and I went paddle boarding this weekend that I don't listen. You can say whatever you want. If you're teaching history, that ain't history. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, to me, that doesn't matter. You shouldn't be bringing that in. You don't have to tell them that you're in a relationship with a dude. That's my that's my buddy, right? Or whatever, whatever. or whatever. Yeah, it you, it, 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 your your lifestyle choice, you being gay, yeah. it 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 doesn't have a place in the classroom, in my opinion, because because here's the deal: those children are being subjected to something that will make an impression in their mind. Absolutely, and and for me because this is a Christian based podcast and because we believe in the doctrine of the Bible, that it, there's no place for that. There is zero place for that. It, if like Alan said, if you're teaching children, the things of the Bible, then you don't have to teach them things of the world and you don't have to, you, they'll, they'll have the right decisions and mindset because that's what you're putting into their mind. Well, I think and it's also all kinds of crap coming around from the world. I think it's also important to, make sure we have those lines of communication with our children so they can yeah. come talk to us. Because sure. if you're like, Hey, I don't want to talk sure. about that or whatever, yeah. they're going to go get misinformed about things. So, but the last thing I want to say about this, because we went down this road, <laughs> but um, Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. They yeah, didn't work out well, did it? Exactly. They <clears throat> were destroyed. They were wiped off of the face of the yeah. earth. Destroyed. Because Not discouraged. Destroyed. Right. <laughs> because of sexual immorality. That's right. That's where we're headed to. Yeah. You know, yeah. the whole world is is shaken yeah. up and yeah. confused and they want to be somebody else. I'm going to tell you. There were opportunities given to them yeah. to change their ways. Yeah, like absolutely. it wasn't it wasn't hatred. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't I don't dislike this guy. I just don't want him sharing stuff in a classroom with students that that's not his job. Right. You know, that's not his job. If he, yeah. you know, if it, so anyways, that's, that's the end of that. I don't, I don't not like the guy. I, I don't little, like what he does. Right. You got right? a little stirred this morning. Yeah, It's just, you know, sometimes, sometimes you and I try to do a very healthy job of not being political, not being distractions, not, not yeah. pointing to things, but things like this, that truly, I feel like these things are people stepping in front of the Bible. Those are truly damaging when you're trying yes, to teach that's, that's right. small children yep. about the differences. Because here's the thing. If you give them a choice, yeah. they're going to they're going to see something different or they're going to want to be something different or that's right. whatever. But that's if right. you're like, no, you're a you're a dude. This is, you know, yeah. actually, okay, oh, man, we went so far down <laughs> <we> the road, <laughs> but I saw this thing and I saw two posts, this woman, yeah, you know, her, you're still on social media. Well, I got on there a few times. I've been on there like three times in the last week or whatever, but, uh, maybe more, I don't know, but it's not as consuming my time in the way that you yeah. do. Anyway, <clears throat> this mom had her little boy, you know, and he'd been wanting to wear makeup and she's like, Real proud of it. You are really trying me this morning. 
Okay. And then actually, and then he, you know, there was something, there was another post that he was, um, something I'm not following these people. <laughs> like, I'm know, like looking at you, like, how I'm do you not see following these people? You know, you need to learn more about what you can do on social media because it's dangerous for you. You can put filters on there. You can tell. I mean, you can put stuff on there, hide stuff like I don't want to see all that. I don't. And it's not because I don't want to see the that story. I, I, man, dude, it is so easy to get distracted in this world. It is so easy. It is. I mean, just by just whatever. Anyways, I had that conversation with Kirk. Uh, He got off social media. He said I had to get off. I was getting angry. (laughs) I'm like, it's easy to do, man. Like you, you watch the news. And um, the other day I saw, all right, golly. Oh, and this isn't a bad story, but I follow this guy on YouTube and he's, uh, he's like a, well, he's a husband and a father, but he, I don't, I don't know what he does. It's like DIY stuff, you know, around his house. Okay. Yeah. It's just like, it's a family show. We watch it with Lucas because there's nothing, there's nothing bad. Actually a very, it's a great, show i don't even know much about this guy uh anyways so we watch him and his family and yesterday so we started to watch a little bit of the news because something popped up and got our attention i was like i can't do this i can't you can't watch anything news related current event anything you know you watch uh one actor slaps another one and all this stuff (laughs) and i'm like geez louie so i said i said let's watch this guy and ashley was like uh, Cause it's a dude and it's a, it's dude stuff. Like it's like, right. you know, how to, how to rearrange your basement with a tractor, you know, and stuff like that or <laughs> right. chainsaw. But anyways, it was, it, uh, we actually, it was a 45 minute long YouTube and it was cool stuff. It was about chickens and bunnies and this guy, you know, like doing these fixes and stuff. She's like, I'm glad we watched that. Yeah. Because when you, when you end watching that, you don't walk away being angry. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I can't be mad at that dude. Yeah. He's like, he's like, so here's how you feed your bunnies and then picks it up and it's a cute bunny, you know, that or Will Smith slapping a dude. Right. And I'm like, you know, I think we're like 17 minutes into this already. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't said anything. Uh, we're getting there. But, you know, <laughs> it's, there. it's amazing when like people go to church and the, the preacher's talking about politics and like everyone leaves yeah. because of the the things that he brought up and they're, yeah. they're all angry. Yeah. Like you just said. Yeah. Such, and it's true, you know, man. You gotta be, yeah. you, know, you don't have to be careful. Uh, we're adults. Uh, I right. told, I told Kirk this this morning. I said, I don't need an accountability partner. I need myself to be better. Right. I don't, you know what I mean? I need yeah. to, I need to, I need to filter what I put in front of me. Oh, Cause okay. I know. What'd you do? I don't know. No, it's no, still, it's still recording. Okay. Jeez. No. Okay. You're scaring me anyway. So, you know, I control my filter. Uh, I think the further you get in a, in a, in your walk, the better you are at doing that, the better right. you are at, uh, filtering and monitoring yourself. You don't need an accountability. Partner the Holy spirit. Hold, well, yes, he is your accountability. Partner. Exactly. So, Should be. All right. So anyways, today's episode topic, uh, is how to be a servant or what is a servant? Yeah. A uh, servant for the Lord. And, um, you know, I thought about this the other day cause I, one of our, you, you and I have said one of our favorite, uh, I guess, stories in the Bible is Mary and Martha. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you know, and in reading, I, I've really kind of attached to these single words that have just, you know, they have a lot of meaning to them. And servant is one of them. It has, you know, a lot of people, they'll read the Bible. I, this is, <laughs> geez, man, we can't get away from this today. 
uh, I saw a thing a couple weeks ago where they wanted to ban the Bible because it talked about slavery. I'm like, right. what are you talking about? There's going to be a segment of people <laughs> who are going to want to ban the Bible for whatever. What? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever. You if know. you want to listen, if you want a reason to do something, you'll find it because because it convicts them. Yeah, that's right. They like, don't want it. Yeah, yeah, they don't want it in their life because exactly. Yeah, because it'll point out the things they don't. They know they shouldn't be doing. Exactly. Uh, anyways, so I saw that and I was like, I was like, it doesn't really mean that. Yes, the Bible talks about slavery. It was in a different time. Right. So you can't get away from Egypt and the Pharaoh and and all of that. Like you can't you can't get away from that, but not in the sense that we're going to talk about it today. Uh, being a servant, serving others. Right. Uh, <clears throat> so there's a there's many definitions. The one I looked at was doulos, which is Greek for slave. Uh, and it has it has a lot of different meanings, not just not that word, but a lot of different meanings and uses throughout Scripture. Uh, the word servant does. So anyways, I'm not going to get too far buried into that until we start talking about it. But uh, I saw, do you have the definition pulled up? Uh, I, I do not have the definition, the proper definition, but here is the definition, yeah. you know, being a servant of God and uh, being a servant isn't about making our name known. It is about making God's name. Known. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it's, uh, the definition <clears throat> is one who is privately employed to perform domestic services, one who is publicly employed to perform services like for a government, and one who expresses submission, uh, <clears throat> recognition, or debt to another. Uh, so I, I like the third definition of that. Somebody right. who expresses submission uh, or recognition or a debt to another. Well, I think we have a huge debt. Absolutely. Uh, yes. You know, we have a debt to God for his, his grace and his mercy. And we have a debt to Jesus Christ for uh, our salvation. So it's interesting when you, there's so many uses of, ser- of servant or uh, bond servant in the Bible, as far as, as far as what it means when you read throughout scripture. <clears throat> But what I wanted to talk about today is how are we servants to God? You know, people, when you hear that, when, you, when somebody says, you know, uh, you're a servant, it, right. it has such a negative connotation right. to it because people are like, you know, they, they associate it with something. And that's not, it, it does, it does have the meaning of a slave. It does that. But we are, we are, it, we can become a slave to anything. Right, yeah. we can become a slave to this world. Exactly. We can be all we do is work and and become submissive or employed by this world. All we do is work for this world. Right, uh, when we should be uh, in the same regard, working uh, because we are saved, in the sense that not not to be saved, but because we are saved. And that really, you know, I look at that a lot. Like, man, I'm not doing enough. You and I, we talk, we talk about this exhaustively. You know, I'm not doing enough. I should be doing more. I should be, you know, I feel like I'm not serving enough. Uh, and I'm not, I don't mean serving, like going out and doing stuff for, for people in that sense. I mean, serving like, like I'm not serving the Lord. Right. I'm not, I'm not putting myself at the feet of the Lord. Right. You know? So anyways, yeah. <clears throat> what did you, what else did you have there? Um, well, Matthew. Yeah. 
Yeah, good. Matthew 20, yep. 25 through 28. Yep. You know, princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion and authority over them. Yeah. But it shall be so among you, whosoever will be among you, let him be your minister. Yep. And whosoever be chief among you, let him be servant. And I think that's important for, for everyone, you know, when, because there's so many people that become Christians or those preachers that they want to be the chief. Yeah. And they don't want right. to, you know, they don't right. want to, oh, I can't really talk to that person right. or, you know, that's whatever. Um, and it's not that way. Jesus came. He washed the feet of the disciples. Yeah. And I'm not saying the preacher needs yep. to go wash everybody's feet. I'm saying if they have a question, answer it. Yeah. Find the answer. Don't blow them off um, if they're having a problem. And here's the thing I thought about the other day, you know, and we talked about schools earlier. Well, schools, they they used to. I think they're they're getting more personalized in the way they teach. But you know, it used to be when you and I went to school, at least, you know, they taught one way. They yeah. taught the subject matter yeah. in one way. All the time. Yeah. Not everyone <clears throat> learns the same way. Right. Not everyone needs to be taught the same way. And I think that's so important because religion is a one size fits all. It's, yeah. you know, you come to the box and we're going to teach you, you know, the what we have on the on the schedule for this week. And then but there may be people in the in the I can. Well, I can guarantee there are people sitting in churches every Sunday that aren't getting it yeah. because yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't, they can't relate to why um, or they can't relate to the way that it's yeah. been taught or whatever. And I think it's so important. That's why we're so passionate about discipleship because we each need to be a servant yeah. to someone else. We each need to help someone else. We yeah, each need absolutely. to, because, and we say this all the time, I can relate to people that you can't relate to and vice versa. Yeah. And, we each need to find somebody that we that we need to be available. Let's say it this way. Yeah. We need to be available to somebody that can relate to us and help them grow. Yeah. Yeah, you I know? agree. I mean, and it's why in churches you find different ministries that are yeah. available because you have a youth pastor right. or a youth minister or somebody in charge of the bus ministry. You know, you're not yeah. going to put your grumpiest guy in charge of all the kids. Right. Like it just doesn't work out that way. Cause he's not relatable to that. You could, it's not going to be effective right. uh, or effectual. So, you know, I think there's, I think there's a lot, uh, you know, I, I read this in John. Uh, well, it's in the gospels, uh, each of them, but I read it through John in, uh, it's it's so interesting to me, man. When when I read when I read stuff and it and it you know kind of slaps you in the head, it's like, geez. Um, when Jesus washed the feet of the disciple, like I wanted to know more ab about that story, like because some of them don't go too far into it. But if you didn't know, if you didn't. If you didn't study that out, you would be like, why is he washing their feet? You would think it was a courtesy thing, but it really, right. but it really wasn't. It was a, it was an act of submission. Right. Because what happened is when people would gather to eat, they would sit at this very 
you know, they sat on the ground. They didn't sit at a dining room table. You can't see our feet when you sit at the dining room table. Right. But most of these uh, folks back then wore open-toed shoes or sandals. Some were barefoot all the time. Right. You know, and they, you know, it's, it was just a different environment and an era. But when they sat down, you could see other people's feet. They usually wore long uh, clothing that covered down past their knees. Right. Uh, not like blue jeans, but, right. you know, like a robe or or a coat. The coat back then was actually a, a you know, a coverall. It covered the entire body. Right. It wasn't like a, you know, like a, like a uh, Carhartt jacket. It <laughs> right. was like a, you know, it was like a full coverall. But anyway, so <clears throat> because of the heat, the weather and everything else, uh, they had open toed shoes and they walked pretty much everywhere. There wasn't a, a, any transportation other than animals. So their feet would get dirty. And it was because when you sat around and ate, you know, normally it would be like you and I facing each other. Right. It wouldn't be at a table with our legs tucked under. Our feet would be visible. So people would see right. people's dirty feet. So it was a f- sign of respect that your feet would be clean. So either you would wash them or somebody else would wash them. Somebody right. that you had hired to come in and cook and clean and do that and that stuff or that you that was employed by your family uh, is where servant and slave came from and they would wash your feet. It was the lowliest of lowly jobs right? Uh, in the household and the household was somebody that washed their feet. So back then, anybody that washed somebody else's feet was a sign of submission uh, and respect. So for Jesus to do that, you know, you what's interesting to me, this is how my mind thinks. None of those other guys thought to do it for anybody else right. except for Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. Because it was that that's how defining that moment was for right. for him to wash the feet and feet washing was 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 listed in the Bible. Uh, there was one, right? The lady with the. The hair. <laughs> yeah. Machine. I was actually going to bring that up. That was one of my favorite stories Yeah, where Jesus came in and the, the, wasn't she a prostitute? Yeah. And spent all this and, money on perfume or something for yeah. her hair, oil or something. Yeah. Ointment or whatever. Yeah. And, and, um, she put it on his head and she washed his feet with her, yeah. you know, her yeah. hair. And, and what, what struck me when you were talking was Jesus, you know, the 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 person that invited Jesus to dinner is like if you knew who this woman was you wouldn't let her do this and Jesus it's said the fact that who she will. is he, Jesus said actually I came in here and you gave me no you know water right. for my feet and you right. you know you didn't care as much for me as I care for you Keep I mean so make this too crazy. or she cares Bad. for me yeah right and like so, yeah so. It was very, it's, it was, it was very interesting. Well, when, yeah. So that story, right? Like you asked me to dinner, but right. I mean, you didn't like, yeah, I mean, you didn't do anything. You have right, a chair exactly. for me to sit in. That's it. Which right. Probably so, wasn't even a chair. Right. Uh, you know, and then, and then when you read through the story of Jesus washing their feet, you know, he gets to Peter and Peter's like, well, you can wash all of me, Jesus. Like, you know, make me completely clean. Like, don't stop at my feet. I'm better than all the others. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, well, I'll go first. You know, you always have that one guy who's oh, like, yeah. like, well, yeah, but I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do all this for you. You know, like pick right. me, pick me. Right. And it's like, geez, be quiet. Like, yeah, that's not what he meant. <laughs> like he was, he was doing this as a show of, you know, I have come to do all of this. I have come to serve and to save the world, exactly. not to, 
you know, not to sit here and, you know, argue over what part got cleaned the the most. But exactly. anyway, so serving, I think we get to a point in our lives, right, where, you know, I have to check myself because I wrote a devotion on not not this, but close. Where I get a point in my life where I'm like, you know, yeah, I'm over there throwing a temper tantrum saying like, you know, why is this happening to me? You know, I deserve, I deserve, you know, this is right. And it's like, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> like when you, when you truly like step back and check it, you know, like you have no right to complain. We, yeah. none of us do. Right. We do. <laughs> we do. Cause we're idiots, but we, we don't have any right to complain. We've made most of the messes we're in. <laughs> if not all of them. Absolutely. You know, and, and anything, you know, I listen and I look, man, and I hear, you know, and one of the reasons I got off social media is because all the pandering and the, you know, the complaining and, and trifling and stuff. And so I got off of there because I didn't want to hear that because most of the time I heard it, I was like, you know, it's like that Biden sticker. I did that. It's like them pointing to themselves. Like I, I can't complain about my situation. Right. I did that. Like, I can't complain about, uh, you know, financial issues or uh, home problems because I directly can fix that. And I have the one thing that can fix all of it, my relationship with Christ. Right. So I can't complain about what I did and I can't complain about it not getting fixed because I have all the solutions and I created all the problems. So <laughs> right. it's like, golly, man. So being... So anyways, how that ties into being a servant there, there is a plethora of information in the Bible about servitude, right? Not in the, not in the sense of, you know, servitude in the sense of like uh, the slaves uh, for Pharaoh, but in the sense of how we can serve Christ, how we can serve nowadays. Uh, All the stuff in the Bible is applicable to today. Absolutely. Uh, it's just not changeable. <laughs> right. You just can't change it. Exactly. Around. Yeah. Well, actually, I brought up uh, Matthew 20 earlier. And here's the, actually the last verse in 28 that I'd mentioned, you know, 25 through 28. Anyway, even as the son of man came not to be ministered to, but to minister. Yeah. And to give his life a ransom for many. Yeah. We, good, when you're, when you're, when you're Christian mm-hmm. is being Christ-like. Yeah, that's what we're here for. We are yeah. here to yeah. help others, minister others, disciple others. Um, don't act like a fool. Be a good example for others. Yeah. Be the light in yeah. a dark world. There's so much in the New Testament, and I mean, it doesn't say service right away or or uh, being a bond servant. A lot of it does. Uh, Ephesians chapter six, one of one of my favorite letters that Paul wrote. Uh, in Ephesians chapter six, I just like the way Ephesians six, one starts. It says, children, obey your parents and the Lord <laughs> for this is right. Like right. there's not, but anyways, if you drop down and go to uh, uh, verse five, Ephesians six, verse five, it says, servants, be obedient to them that are your masters, according to the flesh with fear and trembling and singleness of, of your heart as unto Christ. Right. So obey the people that you are under. As you would Christ, it's not telling you to do anything uh, outside of Christ. It says not with eye service as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart with good will, doing service as to the Lord and not to men, 
knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether be he be bond or free. So, you know, and that this talks about the relationship between slave and master, servant and master. Master is Jesus Christ, and we are the servant. Right. And in the same respect, he doesn't place himself above us other than the fact that he came to save the world because he does say that he you know he he came to serve and to save and uh but anyways if you'll read if if people will read Ephesians chapter 6 and they go through 5 through uh 5 through 10 it really is you know that here's this here's the the it's not a sad part here's the the thing Ephesians 6 down at the bottom it talks about uh uh, the armor of God, right? Right. So most people fall to that. That's like a that's like a pretty well known set of Bible verses, right? The armor put on the whole armor of God, right. having the you know the breastplate plate of uh, righteousness. Anyway, so they so that's usually the go to verses in Ephesians six, and people pass right over what it talks about is how we can serve others like Christ, uh, as we would serve Christ. Uh, anyways, what did, what did you pull up? You got like a, I got a whole, I do. geez, man, what actually, a, well, a newspaper. I haven't seen well, one of those in forever. <laughs> when you, <laughs> when you brought this up yesterday, I, I studied, I studied, you know, quite a bit. And if it's interesting because the world tells us, you know, what, what we have to do to be successful, what we have to do to be right to, you know, to have self-esteem and what we yeah, have to do to more feel money. good or better ourselves and yep. all this stuff. Jesus tells us to humble ourselves and live our lives with integrity. Yeah. That yeah. is so important. And, um, you know, because there, my dad used to always say, you know, there's too many chiefs and not enough Indians. Yeah, it's true, man. You well, know? now you say Indian. Now people are going to, they're going <laughs> to strike us. And- okay. I'm sorry. Native Americans. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, well, it's true, bro. You got to be careful. Is, you know, everybody wants to be, Everybody wants to chief, be the chief and they want to, yeah. you know, feel good about themselves and they don't, you know, they want people to serve them and they want to. But the important thing is to be humble because it's very important. It, yeah, it is, it's extremely important. And the thing is, the person, well, what does it say in the Bible? Humble you yourself know? in the eyes of the Lord and. The humble will or that one. Yeah. Yeah. That one. I Sorry. can't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My bad. No. Well, I don't have it here actually. So I'll find it you for help you, me. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, it's, it's, um, you know, we have to live our lives with integrity. We have to humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those that are humble themselves will be exalted and those that exalt themselves will be humbled. Yeah. I mean, you can't. <laughs> Absolutely. Pride is a well, let's not skip off too far. Pride is a dangerous thing. Uh, back to the servant thing. Go ahead. You got something? No, to, go ahead. Uh, well, I was just going to say, I kind of looked at this differently yesterday. I've I tried to pull it out like, does it, does the Bible explicitly, not explicitly, does it outline how to be a servant? Like, how does it tell us? Like, and so I found in 2 Timothy 2, uh, verse 24, where it says, and the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God peradventure, uh, 
will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. And they that may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil were taken captive by him at his will. Basically, in that nutshell right there, it says, do the will of God. Right. It says, if you'll stay in the will of God, you'll serve God. Right. Right. So if you if you stay <laughs> right before this says, but foolish and unlearned questions avoid knowing that they do gender strifes. So it, it just pretty much says if you'll stay right there in the will of God, you're serving him. If you're in right. his will, if you go outside of his will, who are you serving yourself? Absolutely. Or somebody else. Yeah. So anyway, so I had that. I had uh, you did the Matthew 20 and that was pretty much a what and who like is a servant. Right. Uh, and then Galatians 1.10, I wrote this down. I keep trying to use this mouth and it's not connected. The mouse is not connected. Uh, so anyways, I go to Galatians 1.10 and that talks about. Uh, let me let me run over to it real quick before I say what it talks about. And I'm wrong. Um, so Galatians 1.10 for do I now persuade men or God or do I seek to please men for if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. So and that's what I just what I just said. If you're doing anything but trying to please Christ, if you're not every day on your knees washing the feet of Jesus, if you're not in front of him every single day in his word, then you're not serving him. You're not right. a servant. You're you're you know, if I go out and I'm like, man, I really uh, I really want to build a pole barn today. Right. You know, and I'm, you know, I'm going to do whatever it takes to get the money to build it and do all this stuff. I'm not saying that's wrong, but I'm saying you have to put Christ first. Right. If you haven't put your time in front of Christ before you do all of your other things, then you're not serving him. Right. You have to, right. He came, he was invited to dinner and the, and the harlot washed his feet with what she could afford the most expensive perfume that she could, or oil that she could she washed his head and his feet in this house. Like that was the first thing she did. She didn't do anything else. Right. You know, and Mary and Martha, the same thing, you know, one's over there complaining and, oh, she never does anything. And well, she's doing the most important thing right now. <laughs> you know, actually, I was, I was just thinking about that as well, because Martha, wasn't yeah. she the one up yeah. and cleaning? Yeah. Yeah. So Martha was was doing stuff and she was being a servant. She was, you know, trying to get the meal together yeah. and all this yeah. stuff and everything. Yeah. But Mary was a servant as well, but she was sitting at the feet of Jesus. She was wanting right. to glean all that she could yeah. from that. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of times we're doing stuff that we think is are service. important. Yeah. Right. That, that we believe are, but you're not important. a servant. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a time and, there's a time for everything. And, yeah. you know, at that time, that was the Jesus, most important thing. Right. Was Jesus was sitting there. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, if I was building a church, a, that's a good point. If if I was building a church and, but Jesus was like here, I would, I would halt construction to sit yeah, right. and talk to, right. you know, Jesus. Right. He even would probably I, say, Hey, you, you know, keep building your church you know, even for the kingdom. I'm, yeah. Even though yeah. I'm, I'm doing a good thing. Yeah. Right. No, I would be wanting, point, I would be wanting to sit at the foot yeah. of Jesus. Wait, you know, Jesus was here and you didn't tell me. Yeah. Wow. Like, hey, oh, just hang on a second. Yeah, let, me, right. let me finish. This wait, right wait, here, wait. The know? scaffolding. No, nah, no. Nah, listen, player, <laughs> yeah. you hang on over there. I'm going over here. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it. when I read Mary and Martha, I think you can get, 
some a little distracted by the the to do's like what was happening right. like the you know she, Martha was busy putting stuff together I, I you know the thing is is like I think it's the presence of the Lord like he's present right like that that would be a valid argument right. take Jesus out right if Jesus was out and Martha was preparing all the food and Jesus hadn't arrived yet and Mary's yeah. just sitting over there at this chair exactly. like Jesus is coming he's going to be here soon and she's not doing anything, then Mary has a valid argument. But in the presence of the Lord, when, when we have the opportunity to worship and serve, right. uh, to be in prayer, to uh, when we sit and we, and we kind of think back about the things Christ has done in our life, when reflection, when we have all of that, that's what we should be doing. Like we should be at the feet of Jesus right. because he's present. Yeah. Like he's present. And I'm not saying you don't do anything else in your life. You know, like how you used to say, yeah, I'm just over here on the couch eating, you know, Cheetos. Right. It's, it's not like that, but you know, when you have opportunity and time to, to praise God or worship or pray or read, then you should be doing that. If you're not doing that, right. You know, and you're doing something else when you could say, I could put off that right now for Christ. Yeah. Then you should. Mary should have said, you should be over here doing what I'm doing. Like <laughs> Exactly. Well, it goes back to the story of sharpening the axe. Yeah. You right. know, right. When a person, I can't recall the story exactly, but, you know, they're saying if you had four hours to cut down a tree, you know, how would you spend your time? And one person would be like, I'd get right on it and I'd start on it. The other person, I'd spend two hours sharpening the axe because it's going to take me less time. Ten minutes to cut down the tree with a sharp axe. (laughs) Exactly. And that's the same thing. We may be having a project that we're wanting to do for the Lord. We may be wanting to to be of service. We may be wanting to do something for him. But there are times, even within that project, we need to be sitting at the foot of Jesus and getting instruction. That's right. Because it's going to make it go much better yeah. it's going to go it's i'm not saying it's going to be flawless or without problems nah, but there's a but it's going to be a moment in there absolutely you can miss that absolutely like so yeah. many people fail to go to well, god and you know and I've, I've done it in my life me too many times yeah we're not you know, above that i've tried to do yesterday. things on my <laughs> own and it would take me forever and ever and, and you know there's so many scriptures in the, in the bible you know like you could work all the time and and have uh, holes in the pot in your purse. Yeah. You know, you, you're yeah. not going to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish yeah. if you leave Jesus out of it. So, yeah. or, 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 uh, Christ being the cornerstone of the building, right. you know, that, uh, that analogy that he's the thing that holds that up. Yeah. Like, and if we don't, and that's, there's so much that if you, it, it, and in the parables and the teachings and the, uh, in the preaching of Christ, that if you don't think about how important he is. Yeah. Right. Not all of us, you know, and I know this, this has got to hurt the pride of people or, or some people are probably like, man, can't believe you would say that about me, but we're not the most important thing. (laughs) Absolutely. We will, we can try to make ourselves that way. We can get so upset and pouty, right? Like, you know, our worlds can come and crushing down and, and everything sucks. Uh, And somebody else is having a worse day or it's, you know, my wife always says, it was funny, dude. Like, you know, I'll be like, man, my back is killing me. She's like, it's not a competition. 
I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, because she'll say, you know, man, I've been on my feet all day. And I'm like, right. yeah, my back's killing me. She's like, it's not a competition. I'm like, right. well, I know. I'm just saying my back hurts. But it, but we get like that, man. Yeah. You know, like like you'll talk to somebody and they're like, oh, they're having a worse day than me. I'm going to I'm going to one up this, you know, or, <laughs> right. But we're not Actually, one upping. We're not one upping to be a servant of Christ. Yeah. Like. Exactly. We're not one upping that, you know, like I'm not, man, that that's really provoked me to go out and share the gospel. Right. Uh, it's just crazy, man. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's funny you bring that because there, there, I had stopped calling my relatives in West Virginia <laughs> because it was like, uh, you know, it was like I was getting a medical report when I would call them right. or, you know, yeah. everybody's yeah. like, yeah. you know, oh, my problems are so much bigger uh, yeah. than that person's problems. Yeah. Or I'm like, yeah, your uncle uh, so-and-so he's, uh, yeah. uh, you know, list of, and I'm like, I can't, I'm exactly. blessed. I mean, I'm listen, I'm sore all the time. I tell, I right. tell you, man, I've lived a hard life, right? Like I have lived a hard life, my shoulders, my back, my neck. I'll watch that I'm, dude. We were talking. Go ahead. I'm just going to say, I can look at you and tell that. But. Dude, man, it's, it's, <laughs> it's rough. I'm like, I'm not going to survive another 10 years. Well, I got you. And I watched this guy on TV and he's, he's about our age. The guy I was telling you about, and he's playing with his dogs. And he's like, he's like, if you're, if you're wondering why I'm, I'm, I'm leaning over this way, it's cause you know, it's my biannual, uh, back issue. You know, I've had, <laughs> right. you know, I have back issues like every, you know, every twice a month or something. And I'm like, yeah, brother, I can. I can relate like, right. And it's, and it's not like you, we have to stop putting ourselves first. Right. And I know that's so contradictory to people because we're living, breathing, looking at ourselves right now. Like we want to be comfortable creatures. We're creatures of comfort. We want to eat well. We want to sleep well. We want to live well, dress well, drive well. Everything has to be good for us. Right. And when it's not, we feel broken. Right. And that's not the point. Like that has that has zero to do with it. Exactly. And being being a Christian doesn't mean that you're going to be comfortable. Look at Paul. No, not, no right? <laughs> so, tied to the front of a ship, right? Yeah. You know, you know when we think boiled in oil. Geez, I think my my ankle being swollen from too much salt is a problem. Like, like <laughs> right. you know, he's over there being right boiled in oil, and and there there's a dude that's been burned for for having a Bible. You know, he was tied to a post and, and right. you know, holding a Bible while he's being burned to death. Yeah. You know, we complain about our stuff. I mean, come on, man. Exactly. Come on. And I catch myself all the time. Yeah, I get frustrated. I'm like, golly, I got so much to do today, man. Then I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> like I talk <laughs> right. to myself and I'm like, really? You could stop at any moment. All of us could. This yeah. is a gut check. All of us could stop at any moment and get on our knees and pray to God. We could at any moment. There's nothing so pressing in this world that you can't go to God in in his favor, not yours, in right. his favor right. for him. You can, I mean, we could all stop any moment, anytime. Your world's getting that bad. You got so much going on health-wise. People complaining to you. You're complaining, whatever. Drop on your knees and pray to God. Absolutely. And actually, I went to that. Uh, well, I wanted to say two things. You brought up the, yeah, corner, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. the head of the corner, the cornerstone. The cornerstone. It's actually not only to hold up, but it's actually the point in which they square everything off of. Yeah. So there's so much, that's so vital, you know, not only the strength because it's the biggest stone on the corner, but you're right. It's what, it's what they, it's what they tie everything off to, to make sure the rest of the building doesn't look like it's going to (laughs) crumble. Exactly. Exactly. So, but anyway, I I went to that class last night, the Holy spirit class. Oh yeah. How was it? That was good. 
it was great. Actually, that that last night was the last week of the class. And then next week they're going to like everyone's going to get together and, you know, share some their experiences or whatever. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. So anyway, the reason I bring that up and I forgot why I brought that up, actually, (laughs) you do that a lot, man, I do the Holy Spirit. Oh, man. Um, It's okay. Oh, no, I I don't know what brought it up. What, What brought it to mind was. Because you had, you know, told him, you know, talked about, you know, we're all so busy and we're running around doing all this and yeah. that and everything. And that is so important to realize because somehow, for some reason, we as humans, well, not everyone, but most humans, they have to fill every hour of every day. And, they, yeah. you know, they're just always on the go and running around and doing this and doing that and everything. And the Holy Spirit has no time. Well, how can I say it? We have no time to be open to listen to the Holy Spirit because we're cramming everything in our lives. We never sit back and reflect. We never sit yeah. back and, yeah. you know, just spend time with God yeah. and allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to us because, you know, we're in the vehicle running from here and there. We have the radio on. It may be praise music. It may be worship music or whatever you want to call it's it. White noise, man, if you're not. It is because we're st- we're always, I mean, even if it's the best music or the best sermon in, in the world and it's spot on, you know, there are times when the Holy Spirit needs yeah. an opening so he can speak to you. Yeah. And I, I found myself really, uh, it's probably been a couple of weeks now. I don't remember when I got off social media, but it's been at least three weeks. I take a I take time in the afternoon now and I shut everything off. Right. I usually have my headphones in a lot because either you and I are talking, uh, I'm listening to uh, a podcast or a sermon, or I'm or I'm listening to an audio the audio Bible, and so now I take time in the afternoon. I shut it off. I shut I shut everything off. Uh, my wife usually gets home between three and four. Uh, and it's just, and not, not her, but things are chaotic at that point. You know, we're doing stuff. So I have, I have time in the afternoon where I shut everything off for, I don't know, maybe an hour, half an hour. And I just, I do, like you said, I pray, I reflect. Right. Uh, sometimes I go and I, and I just open the Bible and read something, not, not yeah. a, not, not something I've been reading or directed. I just open it up and say, all right, where am I? You know, and I, and I read something and I just see, you know, does it, does it stick out to me? Does it provoke a thought? Uh, in the Bible, but if we don't quiet our minds purposely, like if we don't quiet our minds, and I know that's hard for a lot of people that are working, you know, 10 hour jobs, eight, 10, 12 hour jobs, whatever shift work, or it's hard to do, but it's not impossible. It's not you and I have done. I mean, I've worked since I was like 13. I know you've worked your entire life being self-employed and, and whatnot, but we've both worked I can't think of a time going back in my life where I could go, I have had zero time to right. connect with the Lord. Right. You can, you can, you can, you can do that. It's about priorities. It is about priorities. Yeah. Absolutely. And the reason I brought that, the you know, not taking time to, no, to you spend remember, the whole huh? spirit. No, I had uh, remembered before, but oh, okay. the reason I brought that up was, you know, because if we're not listening to the Holy Spirit, if we're not looking for his guidance, if we're not in the word, if we're not praying, we're not been very good servants yeah. because yeah. Yeah. we're still, sure. if we're not seeking his will mm-hmm. through those avenues, through reading and praying and, and allowing time for the Holy spirit to speak to us, 
we're still trying to do our own will. Right. Right. So, exactly. You know, we're not been servants. Yeah. And we're been chiefs. We're trying to be. Well, you know, and uh, what's interesting is when things are going well, and I don't mean like in the in the green, like positive, like I don't mean like things are like being added to your life and they're they're great when things aren't. Uh, let me say this when they're not going bad, right. when things are just going right, there's nothing bad happening. We really I think people turn less to God because they're in there, you know, there's not anything to turn to him for. Right. Like right. there's not a crisis going on yeah. or some drama or whatever. Exactly. So when things are going well, you can get, it's not a, really a distraction. It's just, it's just human nature. We, you know, we feel like, well, you know, God's blessing me. Well, that's not you yeah. going to God. Yeah. That's God going to you. Right. Uh, you're not living in his will. You have to purposely live in God's will. That's just using God's, God as a spare tire. Yeah. You're just, co- you're just really coasting along. Right. You're not even. Uh, you have to, you have to purposely go to God. You have to, you have to separate the time. You can't say, well, you know, I didn't do anything evil, malicious or sinful today. Right. So, you know, things are working out for me. I didn't need to go to God. Well, that's dumb. Like right. you should be going to God because none of that happened. Well, it's interesting that you brought the subject up. This was your subject that you, yeah, you yeah. mentioned yesterday yeah. because I, like a couple of weeks ago, I was just thinking about, you know, how many people want to do their own thing and they're like well i'm yeah. not going to submit to god because i'm my own man or my own woman and i'm going to do my thing i know what's best or whatever their reasoning is how many of those people have a boss yeah yeah right you know, they're know. like i'm gonna do my own thing i'm my own Isn't person. That crazy right but man. then you know eight or ten twelve hours a day you're submitting to yeah. someone yeah. you're gonna do what they want because that pays the bills. Yeah. I but, used to work with people like yeah, that. Absolutely. I'd look at them like, what? well, you're still here. But it, so, <laughs> and I can't even remember what brought that up a couple of weeks ago, but I was, I was thinking about that. I'm like, there's so many people because well, people like to point out things that bad happen. Well, your God did that. Right. Okay. Yeah. My <laughs> favorite, I just read that in first Kings or in Kings. It may be second Kings. I'm not sure. I just started that one, but you know, about um, Elijah. Yeah. Where he 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 put the sacrifice on the altar and then he poured water on it, you know, and the the all the priests were calling out to Baal or Baal or, or whatever, whatever. Yeah. and um, nothing ever happened. But like when he called out to God, God, like you know, the water, yeah. the sacrifice, have. everything was gone. Right. You know, right. so. Nothing uh, should have happened then. Hmm, yeah. Check this out. Absolutely. And we just need to be in tune and and um and seek God's will so we can have those moments when we were like, wow, you know, God really does work. You know, so. I I test myself. I don't I shouldn't say test myself. I I I really seek to see for myself because right right now and I and so I can't say you know when I talk to my brother I mean I I kid and you hear me say this all the time he's the busiest man in the world there's nobody busier than my brother when I talk to him he's like oh man I got oh god oh I've got this going on this going on this going I'm like geez bro I'm like how do you have time for yourself oh I don't have I like I push his but I don't (laughs) have time for myself why would you say I have time for myself I'm too busy uh and I think to myself you know and I know listen my brother is very busy. He travels all the time in this this new role he's had for two years now. He's gone right. everywhere. 
and they blow him up all the time, but that's his choice. Right. Right. You know, and I think now I think God can use him in that role. And I think God is using him in that role. And he's, and he, and I know my brother goes to God and asks, how can you, you know, how can you use me here? Right. You know, he's not oblivious to that. He's a great Christian. Right. So I think, I think when you're there, sometimes you have the right to be frustrated because we all get that way sometimes when we try to stay in the will of God and we feel like either bad things are happening or nothing's happening or how do I know I'm in the will of God? And, you know, we're, we're asking all these things, but I, but this is, this is just the reminder. That doesn't matter. Right. (laughs) That stuff doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The, what matters is you serve God. Like we serve him. It doesn't matter if we know what the plan is. It it doesn't matter if we know uh, how God is using us. It doesn't matter. As long as we're open to serving him, as long as we're submissive to serving him. Right. Right. Now, if we're going on, we're doing like you said, all the other stuff and we're not taking time to reflect, pray, be in our Bible, uh, listen to the Holy Spirit. uh, Yeah. You're not going to hear God. Like you're you're, you're not going to be available. But we have to be available. It doesn't mean you sit, turn everything off in your house, sit on the couch. Okay. Okay. God, I'm waiting. <laughs> like right. It doesn't work like that. You can continue on all your other yeah. stuff. You just have to be available for God. Yeah. And be well, submissive, be obedient when he says, you know, this is going to happen or, he, or this trial comes up. You have to be obedient. Well, I think that's important to, to realize when the trials come up, where do you turn? Do you try yeah. to fix it yourself yeah. or do you look to God? And I think that's super important. And because I, I didn't always look to God, I was trying to do things myself. Yeah. You know, you, I was that guy. Yeah. I was busy all the time. I enjoyed when people needed me, you know? Yeah, sure. Hey, Alan, sure. I need it feels this. Great. You know, my phone was yeah, ringing I'm all right the time. On, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm I'll like, be right there. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm there. So it was really good, but I enjoy life much better now. Yeah been more concerned about what God can do with me rather than how can I, you know, be available and be, you know, on call basically for everyone else that needs me. And I think people neglect, uh, you know, I, I, man, I find myself in prayer a lot and I know know my situation is different than other people's situations. You know I mean? I'm not in a job 10 hours a day where my mind is pulled to, you know, if I'm running important machinery, you know, I'm operating a crane over a building downtown. I'm not daydreaming. Right. right? You know, I'm working this equipment thinking I don't want to kill anybody or destroy anything. Uh, You know, so, but I do believe there are times when it's important. And, And what I'm getting at is a lot of people probably don't pray, you know, God, put me in a situation where you'll use me. Right. You know, we, we, we pray for favor, right? We pray for blessing. We pray for, you know, we give thanks, but when the, when the rubber meets the road, are we saying, listen, God, no matter what happens, I want you to put me where you feel I will bring honor and glory to the kingdom of God. Right. Do whatever you want with me, because I think people get scared of that. I think people are yeah. afraid of how that's going to turn out. You know, I mean, would you, would you sit down and pray, Hey Lord, uh, if you feel I should be sent overseas to serve, uh, you know, the kingdom, send me there. Right. You know, people aren't going to do that. They're too comfortable here. Like, you know, you could be sent somewhere bad. Right. Uh, you know, so a lot of times people aren't praying the way that, you know, outside of the box, if you would, 
would have it that way. Absolutely. I pray, I pray, use me in every, whatever way you, you see that I, I could serve the kingdom of God. And I'm not, I'm not going in detail about my prayers or my prayer life, but I do pray that way occasionally because I think if we don't earnestly put ourselves at the feet of God for our service, God won't use us. He'll use somebody else. Right. He will. He'll, if you, if you ignore the call, if you don't ask for the call, he'll, he'll, he'll go somewhere else for it. Right. Absolutely. Actually, I was, I was thinking about looking up the, that verse. I can't remember exactly where it what is. What was it? Um, it's, um, you know, the, the prayer is it the, the sinner's prayer, they call it, but it's oh, not yeah. really, yeah. you know, it's not really the sinner's prayer. It's not. No, but that's what they call it. It's, um, but anyway, have thy will, you know, or thy will be done on earth. Oh, I as just it looked that up heaven. this morning. Okay. Have, you know, thy will be yeah. done on earth that is it is in heaven. Yeah. But a lot of times we we want the, our will the Lord's prayer. The Lord's prayer, there you yeah. go. We want um our will and God's will right, right. to mesh. Right. We we still right. as long as it's in harmony. Right. Hey, you we're know, good. <laughs> exactly. But you're you're exactly right. We we want that to mesh, but we want it to be what we want. We would yeah. like you said we wouldn't pray to go to another country, but we would pray, you know, um, that our situation is yeah. is what we favor or what we desire. Well, it would so. be pretty vainful for me to sit here. I don't know if vainful is the word. Pretty pretty vain. If I would go. sit here and say, Lord, put people in front of me that you want me to touch their lives, you know, like you want me to be interactive with, well, how about put me in front of somebody that you can use me in front of them? Don't right. bring them to me. Exactly. You know, yeah. make, make it to where I have to see this. Cause listen, dude, I'm, you know me, I'm a knucklehead, man. I can't see stuff half the time. You know, you're like, Hey, you know, God's using you right here. What? Like I, right. Is he, you know, half the time I'm like, I'm oblivious to it, but. We have to, we have, we, as long as we're obedient and submissive, I believe God will use us as long as, and as long as we're in front of God, right? We're not, we're not too busy. We're not too uh, prideful. We're not too vain to say that people right. need to be put in front of us. You know, obviously we can't go in front of every listener on this podcast. And when you and I, uh, we've mentioned this before, we pray before each episode together. Um, and we have a reason for doing it privately, but we pray. And, and some of the times we talk about, Hey, you know, if we, if, if you'll put people in front of this podcast that will hear it, that need to hear it. Right. It's not saying, you know, bring us an audience. It's right. just, you know, put the people you feel are important to hear these words. If, right. And if there's not, guess what? There's not. Well, exactly. I think and in that mode, in that manner. Definitely. And me too, because like I, I, we say all the time, said at the beginning of this, it's not about us. It's not about us. And people are going to relate to us that are going to relate to someone else. So if we can help someone be like, wow, if these two knuckleheads, sure. you know, are being used of God, yeah. there's, there's hope for me yeah. or, you know, God can use everyone because I'm telling you, I was, I was not usable for a long time, but you know, God, I was refusable. Right. <laughs> absolutely. But God has been using me. Yeah. And I just see things. And I told you this, you know, not long ago. I just, 
I have a, more of a biblical worldview now, you know, where I can, I can be in a situation and I see how the Bible applies to that situation. That's right. Or, yep. Yep. you know, I can see something and I automatically I'm thinking, man, that would be a great yeah. episode for yeah, a podcast. Right? Like, you know, that would be a great topic. So, because you've put more of God in yeah. front of you. Yeah. You'll so see more of God. Absolutely. From God. Right. Like. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I was reading a magazine yesterday and I'm like, and the way something was said in a magazine, it wasn't a Christian magazine. It was a worldly magazine. Yeah. I can't remember. But the way it was said in there, it struck a thought in my mind. And I'm like, yeah, that would be a great topic for yeah. a podcast. Yeah. So it's amazing when you make yourself available, Yeah, how God will open things to you and he will use you. You know, there was a point in my life. I don't, I haven't really talked much about in, in depth, like you have, like you've, you know, you've gone out there sometimes a little shock value, you know? Yeah. So, you know, with the shock value stuff, you know, you've, you've gone out uh, on a, on a ledge, you've talked about a lot of stuff and, and I don't really like I, man, dude, I mean, uh, I was going to bars all the time. I was, I was working you know, I had a, had a great job, full, full-time job, uh, with a great company. And I was going to strip clubs, hanging out with these guys from work. I mean, we were doing all kinds of, I'm telling you, there are points in my life where I'm like, I shouldn't be alive. Right. Seriously. Like yeah. there were just bad points in my life where I shouldn't be alive. And, and I'm not relishing those moments. What I'm saying is there is, and I've had, I've had great jobs. I've been I've been blessed in areas where I never should have been blessed. And I don't know why that is because I wasn't living for God. Right. I was, I'm, I was totally living for myself, uh, a very sinful life and I should not have been blessed. And w- w- here's what I say to that. I think, I don't think I know God, right. And his, uh, being sovereign knows everything. Right. To the point where we can't even imagine it. And we talk about this at, uh, a lot, but he, he will use us. Right. And it may not be at the exact moment when we want to be used. It could right. be years yeah. from now, right? 30 years from now, 40 years, 50 years from now for a blip. Yeah. Just for a blip Yeah, to impact somebody else's life or to turn somebody else uh, to Christ. But so anyways, I say, I say all of that because You'll never know if you don't turn to God. You'll never know. I could have lived that life for the rest of my life. I could have died in that life. Uh, You know, and there's people that have a much worse life. There's people that have a much better life. You know, it's not, it's just to say that God can use each and every one of us if we make ourselves available in that manner. Because when we don't, there's one guarantee He will not use us. If we do not, if we do not turn our lives to Christ at some point in our life, he will never use us. He may use us in a, in another believer's life, right? But he won't use us in our life for that because we're not saved. Absolutely. Uh, So anyways, yeah, you're absolutely right. And, and yeah, you're absolutely right. We don't, we don't tell our stories to relish in things that we've done because we were, we were Mm -hmm. stupid. We just, I don't want to go back to that. Absolutely. (laughs) But we we only share things like that because we want people that have struggled with those things to be like, wow, you know, God can use me. God yeah. will use me. Yeah. And 
it doesn't matter. I mean, um, there were some atrocious things that happened in the Bible. Yeah. By people. Yeah. That were following God. Yeah. They, they made mistakes. Well, they didn't make mistakes. They made bad, bad decisions. decisions. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no mistake. But about God it. still used them. Yeah. You know, as a point. So. Well, and, and, and bad things will happen in our lives. People say it all the time and not to belabor this point at all, but people always say, well, but why do bad things happen to good people? Why does your right. God allow bad things to happen? Why do, right. you know, good things happen to bad people? Uh, you know, God's sovereign. And there is, we may not be able to comprehend the why. Yep. Right. We may not be able to, but, and, and here's, here's the most important thing about that. We're not supposed to, exactly. we're not supposed to, it's, it's a, use me as you will, exactly. right? Yeah. Use me as you will, not as I want to understand it, exactly. not as I want to define it, not as I want to, you know, make it in my box, use me in the way you want to. Right. Uh, and then that's, so that's the, the thing is our service can't be defined uh, by anything that we want to define it as. We can't do that. I mean, it has to be in God's will. And that was a perfect point with the Lord's prayer. Uh, Thy will be done. Because if we really truly believe that, right. because you know, that's become so regurgitated and repeated. Oh, yeah. People don't think about thy will, right? right. It's his will. It's yeah. not ours. And that's true service. If we want to be a servant of the Lord, then we have to place ourselves in his will. Well, I, can, I can tell you, Without a doubt, there are things in, in my life, and I looked and I was like, "Oh, why did that happen? Yeah. Why is this happening to me?" No question. Now, <laughs> now I can look at it and be like, "Okay, I yeah. can see why that had to happen." Right? Because if right. that hadn't happened, I would be dead, or yeah. I would be someplace that you know I would have no desire. I wouldn't have no knowledge of the life that God can provide. Yeah. Even with the, even a bad day. I mean, a bad day with God is, is better than any of my best days doing my own thing. Agreed. That's just so, a bumper sticker. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause there's not, you're right. When you say, it, you know, when you think about it, we can, everything here is so trivial. Yeah. Uh, you can sit and wonder and worry about all this stuff in your life, but it's temporary. Like there's not, and then when you're when you know where eternity is going to be spent, when your eternity is going to be spent, you realize how irrelevant all the problems are anyway. Yeah, and in the beginning, and then we'll wrap it up. But in the beginning, you there for somebody that's newly coming to Christ, whether you've been in church all your life or just dabbled in showing up here and there to church, and maybe have some Christian friends, or maybe I don't know, maybe you grew up or are growing up in church and you're just now turning your life to Christ, there's a, there's a lot that's not going to, it's still going to be uncomfortable and new and not normal for you. Right. But when you truly devour a relationship with God, when you truly go after it, I'm not talking about the, the t-shirt wearing bumper sticker, you know, hi, my name is, I'm a Christian. I'm talking about when you fully go after God in a relationship seeking after him every single day and you grow in that when you truly grow in that you'll see you'll see changes within your life that are in, absolutely. incomprehensible absolutely i mean we've told stories on this podcast of things that we just there's no way it was anything other than god absolutely uh, and you and i'm not and listen i'm not 
we're not we're not doing the healing ministry and all this other <laughs> right. junk. This is biblically based. Seeds. Yeah, this is biblically, and you and that's why. Listen, man, uh, I get I get stirred up when the situation I'm going through. People are like, "Man, I can't believe like your attitude and stuff." I'm like, "It's not me. It's what God's doing in me." Right. It. I me as the guy five years ago. That was a complete. You know, beep. You know, it's not me. Right. It's what God's doing in me. It's what I'm allowing God to do. It's what I'm what I'm submitting myself to. It has nothing to do with us. Yeah. If you can take yourself out of the equation, take yourself away from it, allow yourself to be used by God, be a true servant to the kingdom of God as somebody that's saved, you'll see changes in your life. It's not all going to be great. But for the most part, if you believe that you're doing things for God, even the bad things don't matter anymore. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Ready to tie a knot in this thing? I think so. Tie it off. I think so. <laughs> tie this thing out. We're bleeding out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Guys, we enjoy uh, getting together and, and having these podcasts. We just pray that yeah. it will impact somebody and encourage somebody. If absolutely. these two knuckleheads can do something for God. Yeah, absolutely. It's available for anyone. And we just want you to enjoy your day. Yeah. And if we can... Um, help out at all hit us up on the pod on the um the website the website yep yeah whatever you can yeah wherever doesn't matter absolutely if you want to find us you'll find us (laughs) (laughs) absolutely anyway enjoy your day guys all right cool peace so that's it for this episode we're glad you listened and hope you'll come back Visit www.graceworkswithanx.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.